welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we are going to talk about how to know when you're ready to query your book to agents. Which... Spoiler alert, you're never ready. <laughs> never never query. Always keep your book to yourself. Be scared. <laughs> Don't ever let that shit go out. Terrible. You're going to fucking embarrass yourself. Don't do it. You're never ready. Hold back. I mean, that is true. <laughs> you're the... Honestly, even when your book is ready, you're probably not. <laughs> querying it's just a process where you say your your like half pint book out and like hope that one agent feels sorry for your ass and likes your fucking book enough to be like let's fix this <laughs> i mean that that was kind of what happened to me was you know it, you think your book is finished and done and there are there is a chance that you will get there's there's a chance you're gonna get an agent who if, if things go well for your query journey there's a chance you're going to get an agent who's like yes i want to offer i am i think this is ready to submit um and there's a chance you're going to get an agent you're either going to get a revise and resubmit which is when the agent is like eh, re revise it then send it back and i'll think about it again or you'll get an agent who's like i want to offer but we're going to do revisions and so yeah. even though your book may be quote unquote ready to query just know it may not be done <laughs> And even if you get an agent and then get a book deal, the editor at the publishing house is also probably going to have changes. So uh -huh. it doesn't need to be every tiny thing, absolute perfection to go out to query. And I think that's one of the, like, it's a hard thing to judge is when you, when you are happy with the book and it's, it's quote unquote ready versus when you are nitpicking. And where, how do you decide that line? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing is, is, like, straight up, like, I, for instance, I just sent out a, what I considered a pretty polished book to betas. And, you know, a lot of them, you know, loved the book. They, they were like, oh, I love it. It's the best book I've read in a long time. Oh, yeah, but the ending needs to be 10,000 words longer. And you're like, well, I'm like, at least... <laughs> Am I going to fuck the ending up by adding too many words? Like, should I have queried this instead of setting it up to beta, like, betas, even though the end isn't perfect? Like, I don't know. Like, and so I get worried now I'm going to add 10,000 words to this book and an agent's going to see a 10,000 word higher work count and just be like, yeah, nah, it's hard. It's so fucking hard, especially when everybody on Twitter is fucking at each other's necks all the time, trying to tell everybody like what the right fucking book is. And like it like honestly, people like listen, the tiger's daughter was like, you know, it was grabbed up by Sarah Megabo. Like it is it it is a long book. I think it is about two hundred thousand words. And it's in second person. Like don't listen to people on Twitter because like it's in second person. Like everybody's like, no, don't even query a second person book because no one's going to read it. And it's like, that that's not true. First of all. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing to do is to just write your damn book 
and finish it and make sure it all makes sense. Yes. That's that's the first thing on the checklist. Like not minding the word count. Yes. <laughs> finish your book as the book needs to be. Because I do think that the, the word count becomes a big point of contention when it comes when it's querying because it is a huge stress point because you see all of this advice and it's it varies from agent to agent. It varies from website to website. Sure does. You'll see people who say it has to be 100K no matter what, no matter what genre. You'll see people who say, oh, up to you know 150 for fantasy. And then you'll see a book sell that's over 200 for fantasy. So it's just there's the it's very wibbly wobbly what the advice is. And so my advice is just to get the book to a point where you reread it like you've let it sit. Mm -hmm. You've done your betas. Please do betas. Um, you've you've done your beta round. Yes. I would say that's the other thing on the checklist is have somebody else yeah. read it. You've done your beta round. You've done your revisions based on your betas. And then you've let it sit for a bit. You come back and you read it and you go, I am mostly happy with this story. Yep. And if there's if there's little nitpicky things, yeah, go ahead and fix them. Yep. But if you're going to if you're going to a point where you're like, okay, every single sentence you're going over and worrying about and you've already done more than one round of revision it's time to start wondering whether you are actually revising because there are times where you are still revising mm -hmm. or are are you dragging your feet because you're afraid to query <laughs> yeah yeah i did that i kept i kept fiddling with my book the first book that i queried because i just was i was terrified of querying and i was just like okay i can just fix this thing i can just fix that thing and i was doing the thing where i was reading too much advice on twitter mm -hmm. and i was like oh well you know maybe it should be young adult because people are saying young adult is selling this is you know a while back um maybe it should be adult because of this and maybe it should be you know well now it's over word count and people are saying it can't be that word count and I was listening to too much of that advice and fiddling and fiddling and fiddling and fiddling yep. long after I probably should have just called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, so definitely on that list, just make sure betas read it. Yes. Like, cause if you, it doesn't matter the word count. Like if your betas get through it and like, as far as big picture comments go, if they don't really have anything to say, you're probably good to go. If they have stuff to say, honestly, like, you should probably try to listen. Like you can sit on your little horse and pretend that you're the only person who knows anything, but you know, drafts go into the sevens, nines, tens before sometimes books get queried. And if you're, if your beta readers seem to be worried about something uh, more than one, one beta reader is not right about everything. You really have to have more than one person do it. Um, Cause I have some beta readers who are really good at picking up on some things and then they'll look at other things and say things about other things. And I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, and you have to, you have to have a good, at least, I like at least three. Mm -hmm. I am fortunate. I have a, a shit, a, an actual metric ton of betas. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm very fortunate. But like, if you're not as fortunate, like, just stick to like three, you know, like go on Twitter, like offer to to beta read somebody else's book you will find somebody mm -hmm. you will totally find somebody yeah um or just have friends read it i have a lot of real life friends read my books because they're my friends and if they want to be my friends they have to read my shit like yeah. whatever that's my life my book is my life my friends don't like the fact that i'm a writer 
don't want to read my shit, then I don't, I don't bother. With yeah. Like, and we do have an episode, and I'll find out which episode number it is and link it in the show notes about finding beta readers and cupcake partners and where to look for them and how to find them. <laughs> but yeah. definitely find them. So check out that episode, get betas, and then mark beta readers off your list for like doing your book stuff. If, if you've got betas and they say good for it, go for it, go for it. Another thing that I was told uh, in a writing group by Sarah Megabo, the agent, is to step back away from your book, do the baking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, please bake your book. Like um, that means you're not reading it for at least two weeks. I prefer a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what time Sarah Megabo suggested, but it was it was a bit. Um, and don't think about it. Do something else. Work on something else. Read a different book. Like, and then come back to it and see and read through it. Yeah, just read through it without editing. Yeah, <laughs> like don't stop to edit. Just read through the damn thing. And this is why I like to do it. Either you make a PDF file and read mm-hmm. it which i know you can technically edit a pdf but it's a little harder than word so it's a little less instinctive mm-hmm. um, make a pdf file read it that way make an epub file read it that way on your kindle or i like to print mine but i also work at a print shop so i have the advantage of being able to print things a little easier than some people do but some format where you're not in scrivener and can go i'm just gonna change this sentence real quick because then you will get stuck editing and not just reading. Yep. Yep. So I guess, oh, obviously, uh, research querying. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, you know, it's surprising, but like I have recently met somebody who has like written several books um, and knows nothing about querying. They know nothing about publishing. They want to query and they have queried two people, like two. And they don't know what a query letter looks like. They don't know anything because they didn't do any of the research. They don't look at any of that stuff. Like, you actually have to look that stuff up. Like, I know it sucks, but you're probably, I mean, you're making a good first step by listening to the podcast, you know? Like, yeah, that shows that you're looking. I don't think in, that there's a lot of, yeah. You're looking for information. I think there's going to be a lot of people. Yeah, you're looking for more information. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast that don't know about queries because you are constantly looking for information. Mm-hmm. Um, but if for whatever reason you haven't done research on querying and you're about to query, please do it because people will reject you just because you don't know anything about it and your book might not even be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Research all the, the boring nitty gritty stuff, like how to format a query letter and looking up an agent submission requirements and yeah, all that fun jazz. Um, yeah. But yeah, as far as like knowing when you're ready to query, I think. I think leaning on betas and critique partners helps a lot because they can be the ones to say, no, this is, this is good. This is good enough. Yep. Send it. Ask a friend straight up. Just be like, is this query ready? And if they say, you know, maybe change a couple things here and then you can send Mm -hmm. it, you know, like you can look into that if you want to. Mm -hmm. Another thing about being query ready is please don't start querying for your first time or like whatever you're experiencing a weird low in your life like a death in the family or like i don't know like something stressful the first like when you first start querying it is probably the most stressful three weeks of your life Mm -hmm. 
you will add more stress to stress if you start querying in the middle of like a hardship. Yeah. I would suggest against it, like, because you matter, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that is that is a wider part of the conversation is like how to know when your book is ready to query and how to know when you are ready to query. <laughs> exactly. Like you have to be mentally ready. Yeah. For it, you, know? you have to brace yourself. Like, especially, yeah, you do. And especially if you're somebody who has never queried before, you probably don't fully understand how terrible it actually feels to get that first, second, and 10th rejection. Mm -hmm. But it does hurt. And even when you're as thick skinned as I am, it fucking hurts yeah. like hell. So, yeah, make sure you're at a good spot in your life where you can take a few hits. Yeah. I, I <laughs> joked about how querying feels like lining up, like there's a line of people and like most of them are probably going to punch you in the face, but one of them <laughs> might hand you money. And so you're just like standing there waiting, yeah. bracing for the punch and you just keep going and getting punched mm -hmm. in the face and so yeah be be ready to take some punches and make sure you have your support yep. structure in place whatever that looks like for you for self-care you know if you have people that you know you can lean on make sure you have all that ready to go when <laughs> you start querying um yeah cuz yeah you will you will need to lean on all that yeah, I think that's basically it. Is I think if we go any more into it, it's gonna seem like you should. We're gonna stress people out, like, oh my god, I've got all this stuff to like do, but like actually you don't. So like you know, write another book. Like you're good. Yeah. Start querying. Yep. You know, take the yep. leap as soon as you think your book is like, like I said, if you've read it, you like it. Your friends say yes, go for it. Take the jump. Do it. Yep. And if you're mentally ready do it <laughs> yes <laughs> all right then i think that's this episode